0: Welcome to another episode of Chasing Geeks with your, I said geeks this time.
1: What the heck? We're going to leave that in. Okay. That's amazing. we want by the way, this is the second intro we've done. What the hell? Uh,
0: um, I just want the image of Chasing Geeks. I like it though. So instead of Chasing Media, it makes me think of Expect like. the
1: clone of us to pop up Chasing Geeks. I just... And then,
0: it, it makes me think of the picture I have in my head is of a dragon chasing now multiple geeks and them just running away here. We
1: should rewrite everything. Just, just rewrite? Yeah, yeah you... Just- yeah. You couldn't kind have come of... up with that before? You couldn't have um, come up with
0: that. <laughs> so, anyways, me, uh, who apparently can't speak today, is Selena and Gotti, and who, who are you?
1: Hi, uh, Matt Mueller. What's up, everybody? Not voa on the Twitters and everything else. So. Yeah,
0: well, I guess for all the times we did the intro well... We have to have some flub ups. Yeah, you
1: gotta have some, and we have another one, but we'll put it on the end of the show so you can listen to it. Uh, yeah. you can listen to us uh, flub up in real time. Uh, I am excited for yes. today's podcast, and I gotta stop friggin' doing that. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> continue, continue. What are we talking about? So today?
0: today we are talking about the newest Marvel movie that, um, in in real time, our time, just released and. Hopefully we'll get this out quickly. So it just released for you too, Uh, Captain Marvel. (laughs) Captain (laughs) Marvel. As as Matt, air hits the table. I did it right. I did it good.
1: And I put this here so that it doesn't. Because I, it's a thing I learned from other podcasts. <laughs> uh, that we've done, and I'm like, I always hit the table, I always hit the table, and I shake the mic. Um, so hopefully this will fix it. This little ghetto fabulous thing that I pulled out right here.
0: Uh, Winter of Wishes. <laughs>
1: My little Olaf box that keeps the mic propped up.
0: Which of, I see in our future <laughs> at some point an episode about Frozen of Frozen uh, Two. Yeah. I saw
1: the trailer for that. Oh, that trailer looks. so good. It looks so good. But, Not enough Olaf, but it looks. So good. The stuff but, that was But, Uh
0: t- this episode is not about that, but it is about another blonde character.
1: Um, a very nice just, segue. Yeah. Very so good. uh
0: Matt, you have more experience with the comics in Captain Marvel. Can you give us kind of a brief like history of your experience with Captain Marvel and things? Uh
1: first? yeah. So, um, for those who don't know, Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers. Uh she has been. She has gone by. She actually debuted in the comics as just Carol Danvers, uh, as part of a storyline with Marvell, who was named Captain Marvel by actually citizens who saw him. He actually never gave himself that name. That was actually someone heard his name wrong and then said, oh, Marvel, and then said, Captain Marvel, and so he just got that nickname. Okay, um, cool. She, was, she worked with his human like identity, mm-hmm. and then they got to know each other and stuff like that. Through uh, his villain, uh, which was Yon-Rogg, uh, who also shows up in this movie, mm-hmm. um, she got her powers. Essentially, there was a fight, and there was an amazingly named device called the Psyche Magnetron, uh, which is just <laughs> one of those wonderful comics things, right? It's like the Cosmic Treadmill. It's just yeah. so night and weird. It, <laughs> and it's you a few it.
0: words kind of thrown together, yeah. and they just what
1: sounds sense, great.
0: kind of. Yeah,
1: it's how people make company names. What yeah. sounds great, and they write a pad. Um,
0: and then you take out the vowels.
1: Yeah, and then you take out everything. <laughs> oh, this sounds great, Psyche Magnetron. Uh, so essentially that, combined with Marvel's genetic structure, kind of merged with her and gave her abilities. Mm -hmm. So then she became Miss Marvel. Um, She's been Miss Marvel for a lot of the time in between. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's also gone by other names like Binary, uh, Warbird, other stuff like that. But Miss Marvel is kind of particularly what she was known for until she took on the mantle of Marvel and became Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel. Finally, there have been a slew of other Captain Marvels. Also, yes. in between there, uh, there was his clone, uh, who rocked the name for a long time. There was Monica Rambeau, who also had the name for a while. Um, ironically, it was not Carol that took it away from her. I know that's like a, a miss thing, but like it was actually the clone that took the name. She decided not to fight for it. Took another name, and then in the interim.
0: The other half Carol happened.
1: took on the mantle and then she was there's a great comic where it's actually they go back and forth about that um ironically it kind of mirrors what happened with Shazam and <laughs> Captain Marvel kind of mirrors everything but Carol's been a character that's uh, she's been an avenger um, for a long time she's she's had numerous encounters with like the X-Men and and one of the more notable ones is Rogue uh, essentially her claim to fame uh, was really screwed up storylines. <laughs> um throughout some of her career she's had some some really screwed up ones that like they didn't they didn't age well mm-hmm. uh, one of the ones that she's most notable for though is her encounter with rogue um who sucked all her she she took her powers in a battle but she also unwittingly took her memories uh with them hmm. they were restored later by Xavier uh but because. He couldn't re- he could restore the memories, but he couldn't restore the emotional tethers to them. So she would know like who her mother is. She yeah. would know who her father. But is.
0: wouldn't fill that.
1: But wouldn't have any connection. context. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and and as you see in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck, directors of this movie, did a really good job of like kind of encompassing all of what I just described yeah. in a movie origin. Because that's not part of origin. That's just part of something that's kind of came about. And then yep. um, some great family stuff came from that. So over the years, uh, her turning point was really House of M. I don't know if you remember that kind of event. There was an event at one point where Scarlet Witch essentially mm-hmm. said uh, kind of altered reality. Um, and so we went into this, you know, where like mutants were like the ruling family of the world. But in this world, there were also regular heroes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Carol Danvers was the pre... Essentially, she was Superman. She was the preeminent hero. She was Captain America. She was the top dog.
0: Which, um, there's actually quite a few uh, parallels to right? her and Superman. Because yeah. um, I, I was looking up some stuff earlier today, and apparently, at one point... I I may be getting this kind of mixed up, but someone mentioned that like her mother had the last name of or like some how her name had L in it and so and then she would be Cal L.
1: There was a uh, <laughs> yes, uh so the uh newest series.
0: That's right, the new uh one.
1: Life okay. of Captain Marvel. Not not the newest one, but the one right yeah. before it. Essentially streamlined her origin mm-hmm. so where all that psyche magnetron stuff and the merging and all that that was kind of it wasn't retconned it was just they essentially explained that her mother was really Cree. yeah and so so her she
0: was actually partly half
1: yes Kree. so she wasn't it had when and essentially the way they explained it was when you had that encounter with marvell mm-hmm. back then all it did was
0: kind of awaken. activate,
1: yeah, it activated your latent stuff. It was already there because you come from a half human half Cree family, right? Yeah, and I've essentially been undercover this whole time, and she went off the grid. And so, as you see, in the movie they kind of also take a little bit of, they took yeah. a lot of pieces
0: from all the different ones
1: even stuff. the newest ones so her origin does not in the movie does not necessarily match up to the one they really literally months ago just yes. redid <laughs> however it is a lot more streamlined uh the comics one they, they mm-hmm. got rid of some of the clutter and they really made it like and you're right they call them Carl. Yeah. it's you know her mom, and I can now I'm blanking. Uh, believe it's Marie. Um, it's Maral. Like they they yeah. really play on that a lot. So yeah, the Superman parallels have even more it's so strong. recently become. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, her turning point was that, and and after that, when everything returned back to normal, mm-hmm. it went back to well, I'm a sometimes Avenger. I'm a dealist hero. Yeah. And so I want to be that. Though I saw what I could mm-hmm. be. And so she ended up getting like at that point she really became a full time Avenger. She got a PR agent, and some of those <laughs> stories are hilarious. Uh, they actually make her a movie. They make like a a TV movie about her. Right? Yeah. It's There's some great stuff. Uh, but it's that point that she really started to kind of blossom as Miss Marvel, and really mm-hmm. kind of I can be something else. And then eventually, what they did was had her take on this mantle. Marvel had been dead for a long time. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of took that on. And Kelly Sue DeConnick's run, uh, who is the writer of like the Higher, Further, Faster, More arc mm-hmm. that the tagline and everything else comes from, uh, that actually started in 2012. That was like the third arc. Yeah. But a lot of the things you see in the movie, there are some direct parallels, especially like with you know, Chewy or Goose, damn it, <laughs> it takes so long, uh, but like some of those things, um, those have draw from there, but her run actually started in 2012, and that's when the character accepted the mantle, and started kind of making her way through, so yeah. um, Kelly, I understand why a lot is credited to Kelly Sue DeConnick's run, and deservedly so, but if you've seen the movie, and you're a fan of the Miss Marvel years, there's still a lot there, they pull yeah. from a lot of other stuff. There are some of the ideas. So that's kind of where Carol comes from.
0: Yeah. So now, we kind of know more about the character herself. So now for the movie. Um, First off, just kind of general overall opinion. Mm -hmm. How did you uh, feel about the movie?
1: Oh, I loved it. (laughs) That came out... (laughs) I gotta yeah. love it. I've, I have had, like, if anyone listens to, like, the Combination Podcast mm-hmm. or has seen me on Twitter, <laughs> uh, actually... Or I
0: see you right now. Yeah, I
1: have a Captain Marvel show <laughs> on. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, though, you are pretty much, you know where I stand, yeah. right? Uh, I have fought for this movie. Yes. Uh, for, like, I feel like I'm always the one, like, it's going to be good. Trust me. Like, don't, yes. whatever. And it was nice to, like, not have to eat those words and be like, no, for real, because one of the biggest draws against it going in was that the trailers were kind of boring. They were a lot of the same footage over and over again. And the whole argument was, that I would make, was literally, though, there's things they cannot show you, and they're cutting around them, and it makes for a boring (laughs) marketing. Which
0: I was so... I enjoyed the movie, too, a lot. And... As far as like trailers go, there are so many trailers that spoil big parts of movies, yes. and I was happy with not having no, any of that it, yeah. spoiled. Like I was able to just enjoy the movie as, you know, just a new fresh piece of media that I was consuming. Yeah, uh, and that was nice. Yeah,
1: like I thought the Super Bowl spot was one of the better trailers. Mm-hmm. Um. But I understood some people, you know, some people want, and I i tend to be one of those people. I tend to be someone who doesn't mind getting certain things spoiled in a trailer for me yeah. because I want you to entice me. I don't want you to overdo it because we see plenty of movies yeah. that spill it all and then you go and you're like, well, all the best parts were in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. But I do need, I need little bits to, to kind of head on and I, it was getting worrisome. In the middle there, because I kept having to say the same thing. I'm like, okay, this is like beating on a dead drum, um, but it worked mm-hmm. because when you see it, there are you know some really big changes to things and yeah. some character reveals that you're like, okay, I would, I n- they never hinted at it whatsoever, mm-hmm. and it pays off. Like you feel it does. like, yeah.
0: Um, so we both liked the movie. So yeah. this is going to be a biased kind of review and discussion. Uh, but I think for who we are, there was, like, no choice about it. Um, I mean, it was going to be hard. It was going to... So, the movie, I enjoyed it a lot. And when I immediately left it, because that's kind of how I judged, like, my first opinion is... Um, I, unlike Spider-Verse, I didn't want to, like, rush back in and rewatch it right away. But mm-hmm. I would love to see it right now, yeah. a day later, you mm-hmm. know. Spider-Verse, I wanted to see it immediately afterwards. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. So, a lot of times also, like, rearrange your ranking of kind of best uh, mm-hmm. or favorite MCU movies. Until this, Black Panther was my favorite. I don't know if this displaces it, but it may be kind of almost equal.
1: It's in the, yeah. Yeah,
0: but they're... They're so different in a way, it's hard to put them side by side. Like, yeah. you can't straight compare them, so that's why I have a hard time figuring out which one I actually like more, because yeah. they're both really enjoyable movies yeah. for different reasons. One similar reason, though, is awesome badass women
2: Because
0: <laughs> yeah. that was, I meant one of the reasons why I liked Black Panther so much is because the representation of different women. Yeah. And happens in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm um also just as someone put it captain marvel is a very like experience tied to being a woman in you Mm -hmm. know this day and age it's so um being like especially a white man there's some things you may not connect to quite as As well yes um and so, uh, kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but there's this one part near the end of the movie when you see flashbacks of mm-hmm. her as a kid and then her getting up from stuff, you know. Yeah, and that's a cool per- sequence. I felt so much emotion in that moment, like, during those flashes. Like, a tear, literally a single tear kind of came to my eye. I was like, oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> Just because it felt so real yeah, you to the true like you know to my human experience yeah um and i haven't had a movie a marvel movie do that to yeah. me i've had where i was ch- a little choked up by like you know certain people dying or mm-hmm. you know poor tony and his horrible horrible uh, ptsd you know yeah. you just want to hug him and tell him it'll be okay but like it just resonated so well i just Felt it yeah. Right there, that moment, so clearly. Um, That's awesome. But, yeah, I, like, sure, the movie could be better in a few ways. I can't think of any off the top of my head like I normally can, yeah. but...
1: Yeah, like, movies have flaws. Like, there yeah. are, you know, um, what, well, before we kind of get on to that, there was one, I, I saw a tweet, and it was someone, ironically, it was someone else quoting another tweet, so I don't, I don't know who actually tweeted it out, apologies. Uh, but it was, I saw something along the lines of saying... Um, someone saying that they're, this movie wasn't about female empowerment. It mm-hmm. was about women having power. Yeah. And I was like, that's an awesome distinction that mm-hmm. sometimes gets all melded to one. And I agree, right? Because you weren't seeing... Because, like, the whole movie builds, and, and I'm trying not to give spoilers, because we'll cut it at some point, and I'll timestamp it so you can yeah. have spoilers. But there's one point in the movie where, you know, someone essentially says, like... She well actually it's her. Like she even says, like, man, imagine what like I know what I could be with without like what if I took off all the brakes essentially? Like what yeah. if I took off everything else and just did it without any restraints on? And it was mm-hmm. like that, like it's already there. Like you're not seeing someone build up to that point. You're seeing yeah. all the layers reveal away and like, no, she was this the whole and time. And
0: embracing right? Yeah.
1: So herself. that's that was something I, I really appreciated. Um one of the one of the things I really dug was how funny it is in it very was. subversive, different ways. Ben Mendelssohn is a fucking MVP. I loved <laughs> Talos. Uh, Talos was great. And by the way, okay, so we'll timestamp so, it here because I am going to. Uh, we're, we're, we're now
0: gonna. We're getting into spoiler territory. Yes, yeah,
1: so I will timestamp it here for you guys. Uh, but. Uh, that is something they don't touch on at all in the trailers. Yeah. And then for you to, he's hilarious because it's, but it's a nuanced, yes. funny. It's in his delivery. It's in, I love that they recreated the Rocket Raccoon scene from the comics and made him the one like, that the a cat. Like, yeah. that's not, and it was, but it was his facial expressions when he's talking to Maria <laughs> and he's having those back and forths and mm-hmm. he's like, does it... Is it... Like, he, he questions things in a very dry way. Those are so funny. And then they turn out to be the good guys. Yeah,
0: the, the well, refugees. not really good guys, but
1: the... Re- yeah, the yeah. refugees, right? The,
0: the people that were fighting for themselves. Yes. Uh, to protect their family. Yeah. Um, so, also, want to say, like... Uh, Jacksons, like oh Jackson's, like, the young Nick Fury, well, the younger Nick yeah. Fury, like, I love the kind of buddy comedy cop yes. style of humor that they had going on with that, it just, it was very freshening to see, because, at least for that character, mm-hmm. we've only seen him as, he's already lost his eye, and he's kind of been hardened by rough times, yeah. like, he'll have sometimes dry moments of comedy, but... He was just, like, kind of genuinely a likable person in this one. Um, Also, getting to see Agent Coulson, (laughs) even though it was only a few brief moments, I love Coulson so much.
1: That was cool. Um,
0: And also just, like, thinking of what's going to happen to them in their future is um, one of those things that it would... You don't have to have seen the other Marvel movies to enjoy this movie, Mm -hmm. but it does make it more enjoyable.
1: There's one particular reveal that you will get a hell of a lot more appreciation for if you've seen the other movies, which, by the way, we're in the spoiler. Yeah. I keep forgetting. We're in the spoiler section now, so it's yes. fine. Knowing about the MCU mm-hmm. will make the Tesseract reveal huge. Yes. Because that's like, oh, my God. Like, it all ties in, right? And that's yeah. That's a huge deal because now... Okay, well, that, and and this is also one of the things that I appreciated, and I think this was one that didn't really hit me till later, mm-hmm. was that I have so many. Typically, when this was announced as a prequel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm not a huge fan of prequels um, yeah. because we, in a lot we've of. We've
0: also been burned by prequels. Yes, quite often. Because
1: prequels are typically pitched as, well, we can do all this stuff to to tie in and we can do we can Mm -hmm. show you how they became this person and then typically you get a prequel and it's a bunch of obvious stuff a few things thrown in but those things typically muddy waters even more and they don't make sense and then the character's not the cool character you see yet so you don't know this was one of the rare ones Mm -hmm. that I have more questions like interesting like interested questions coming out of it about okay how did, Cause how did the... So we've seen they, the They cre- don't
0: completely tie everything directly together. Yes. So you're still left wondering, what happened in between? And there's
1: this g- enough of a gap. Mm-hmm. It's not a giant gap, but it's enough of a gap where you're yeah. like, okay, there's a lot that can happen in there.
0: It's, it's what, about a 15-year gap yeah. or so?
1: So it's like, um, might even be 20.
0: I mean, th- so this takes place in 95. Yeah. Um... When did Iron Man take place?
1: I know it came out in two thousand eight, but I don't yeah. know if it took place, place in two thousand eight. I forget off the top of my head. Hmm. But I mean, even going off that, right? Yeah. Like if you subtract a few years, you're like that's that's a giant amount of space yeah. to see, okay, what happens to Because the, the questions are, right, does she come back
2: mm-hmm. in
1: between now and end game? Because yeah. then we see the after credit scene and she's like there and that was it's like waitress that was awesome, right? <laughs> but you're seeing like, okay, it's probably not the first it might not be the first time he's called her. Yeah. He might have called her before. Uh and then also you okay, what happens to the scrolls? Because now we see like okay, she's gonna help them find a new home. hmm So how do they then do they just go away and and, and are secluded until now, did they have something to do with how the Kree, because in Guardians, right, the Kree mm-hmm. are now this kind of very fringe, they're a shadow of what we see them here. Yeah. So did the scrolls have something to do with that? Is that Carol, who came back and delivered on that promise, right, and going to take you down? Like, there's all these questions. And then, also, how did the Tesseract get from Goose's mouth <laughs> <laughs> and Fury's desk to where we see it in Avengers, yeah. or where we see it, no, so where we see it in Cap, right, where it's at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So and then who? How did they get? Like, there's so many little
0: nuances about like what happened here, what went there, and, yeah.
1: And that's what a prequel's supposed to do. It,
0: it answers some questions, but it, it gives more. More,
1: and it's all like oh, plants little seeds, right? Mm-hmm. So that was something I was actually very, uh, I was very excited about. I mean, f- as far as flaws, like. What I have liked, um, I mean, most of my flaws don't necessarily have anything to do with, like, uh, as, as a movie. Mm-hmm. They're more fan things. They're, they're yeah. more things, like, I would have, uh, I agreed with, uh, I think it was Kofi said it on the show, I would have liked to have seen more um, uh, Maria. I would have mm-hmm. liked to see her integrate into the plot maybe earlier. Not yeah. maybe you know, and that way you get to see more her because like once she, once you see her, she's involved. Oh, yeah. all along the way. Maybe speed that up a little bit. Maybe you it, know, cut a the faster. the cut the car chase scene a little short. That could have been a not car chase, The train chase. Uh, or whatever. Yeah,
0: I mean there was a car involved in the yeah. chase. so maybe um, cut that
1: a little shorter. May,
0: um, because even when they're digging around. The whole fight yeah. in the uh, bunker type yeah. style. You know,
1: there's some trims you yeah. could have made to
0: get her to you faster, and then develop that. More. Yes,
1: um, um, because um, a common complaint I've heard is also that you know, and this is also one of the things that bugs me. And I had this discussion last <laughs> last night with a buddy because uh, I, I uh, find myself kind of I feel like I'm explaining something that's pretty obvious in the movie Mm -hmm. but her arc is literally someone that does not have an emotional attachment to her memories because she doesn't have them she can't see them Mm -hmm. and over the whole course of the movie you're seeing little things brought in and she's struggling with those so it's the the charm is there the funny Mm self-deprecating you know not even self-deprecating really the sarcastic comebacks are there the carols there but you don't see the heart until you get to Le- to Lashana's house, to Maria's house.
0: Yeah. Um, so I, someone asked me about this movie last night and I was like, I feel like it has more heart than some of the other Marvel films.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, you don't get quite as much at the beginning, mm-hmm. of the movie, but I'll, like, think about it. She doesn't have her memories Except for the last six years, yeah. right? And she has also been in this uh, society where she's literally only being trained to learn how to fight yes. and be a better fighter. Of course, she's and also she's being told to rein in her emotions. Yes. The whole time she's being told to rein in her emotions. So I saw a little review, and it made me frustrated. <laughs> I'm like, did you not watch the same movie I watched? Um, I understand so this completely. <laughs> basically, the review was that. Uh this movie wasn't about like here, let me see if I can. Um uh, but basically it was the movie
1: Yeah, I am well acquainted with the reviews you were speaking of, by the way. Um seen a couple of those on Twitter. Takes okay. everything I have tonight.
0: Yeah. And <laughs>
1: so,
0: so this film may be about women breaking their shackles, but the lead actress was kept in check for much of the picture. Um uh,
1: Which is the point! That's
0: the point (laughs) of the movie. Duh! That's the fucking point! (laughs) Like, as soon as I read that, I'm not gonna...
1: That's not a review, that's That's a synopsis. That's a synopsis. And and
0: saying, like, most of the humor ends up being provided by, you know, Fury and stuff. Like, yeah, because she's been told to ignore her emotions, to rein them in. Yeah. And that's the only memory she has is of being told... Motions aren't good, and even though she has them, and they leak out yeah. every time they do, she, she gets entangled. Yes. Like
1: she is. Duh. Yes, that I for me, um, plot has been mistaken for critique. Yes, you were literally describing the plot. you yes. were not critiquing it. You have said nothing there. Yeah. Um. um I, I just.
0: I I saw that just just a few hours ago and it made me so mad. I'm like I'm gonna mention this because it made me so mad. Like, yes. I've
1: seen those. I yes I have I have seen those. and It takes everything I have not to engage on yeah. Twitter with don't, them. Don't feed the trolls. Yeah, don't don't do um, it. Um, I did tell him to suck it after it made $455 million. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Also, do also this movie has literally made over four hundred fifty-five million dollars at box office weekend alone. Um, the first weekend, not even week weekend. Um, after admit,
1: boycotts and review bombings yes, and
0: which I was like spitting the trolls and stuff, yeah. There were <laughs> stupid people decided to review bomb it on Rotten Tomatoes before it IMDb. even came out yep. and now everywhere trying to bring the ratings down. And I have to say if you still look at ratings, it still shows those jerks being jerks.
1: Even though Rotten Tomatoes purged yes. 53,000
0: But <laughs> <No>! more people <laughs> have got to do it, yeah. It's insane. 54,000, um, sorry. Because, yeah. like, right now in Rotten Tomatoes, it has, like, an 80-something uh, percent fresh on from critics, mm-hmm. but, like, a 53% from the uh, audience. And I'm like, I wonder yeah. how many of those are trolls.
1: It still had, four, it when the 54,000 was taken away, it still had, like, high threes to 4,000s. Yeah. That were still and they just got the obvious ones, right? Yeah, and that's crazy because literally fifty three thousand people, a little over that reviewed Infinity War in its entire run. And
0: then <sighs> most of those people were just upset because it's a because it's movie a, about a woman. Because
1: it's a woman, and because this woman had the gall and audacity. Yeah. To fucking side with people of color and women.
0: Yes. And say
1: there need to be a bigger push.
0: That is so... <laughs> seriously, she is being, She's being an awesome person and just wants people, like, people that actually represent the people who go and see movies. Yes. Everyone. Because I don't know
1: about you, but the last movie theater I went to... Not everyone was white, and not everyone was male. I'm sorry to tell you, they look like me, they look like every color of the rainbow, and there's a lot of women in there, Uh and I'm sorry. Now, here's one thing I will say. I'll give this. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, The Critical Reception, I looked through those reviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, The initial batch was was like 68 at the time. Now they've gotten more. But um, I will say, I was happy to see that there was a nice... Spread of mm-hmm. women, of people of color, in that initial offering.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, still a lot of white guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, the but, person I read that quote from is a white guy. Yeah, still a lot
1: of <laughs> white guys. Uh, but, and you know, it's nothing, again, like, Bree shouldn't have to explain herself. Yeah. Um, you know, but also, I'm sorry, Uh. save the white savior shit for... Yeah. I, I've seen that, too, and you know what? I, I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need you. Women don't need nope. you. To, like, I'm not trying to get up on a pulpit yeah. and speak for an entire, like, it, because I, it's, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's bad. I've but seen that happen, and they can go blue. So, so,
0: even though <laughs> this has had so many trolls going after it, it's still doing really well, which makes me happy. Yeah. Um, and that's one reason why I wanted to see it this weekend. Not just because I'm excited to see it, but I wanted to be one of those numbers yeah. to add to the weekend box office. I'm
1: going to um, see it at some point where I cuz I, I got to see a screening so I mm-hmm. have not paid yet I am going to pay and yeah. go see it cuz I, I will support it. I feel
0: movie. like you've also bought a, enough merch I
1: bought merch yeah you, I supported the movie yes. but I want my ticket stuff I know I
0: know You know it's what really I mean like there's
1: a there's some about no I went it's it's like <laughs> in a very different and non important way yeah. like voting <laughs>
0: I mean, that's it's kind, yeah.
1: I want to, like, know I went, right? Just like I feel when I vote. Yeah. Again, way more important than a movie.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> side note go vote. Yes, go Next vote. Next year, like, seriously, guys, look at where we're at.
1: Go vote! Go vote! Because as we saw, <laughs> you can make a difference yes. when you show up to the polls.
0: Or um, if you don't, he'll it, make a it difference. absolutely.
1: Too. It's going to make a difference either way. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to influence it? In a
0: positive way,
1: at least. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, just just try not to make it. You know, I get it, it's a movie, yeah. I get it, it's a superhero movie. I'm not but conflating No, I the mean, two. that's
0: also the same reason why I like buying graphic novels that mm-hmm. I enjoy reading. I want to. I want the people who will look at the money aspects of it, see, oh, people are willing to spend their dollars on this to see it. Let's make more of it. Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean more Captain Marvel movies, which that would be cool, Mm -hmm. but just more movies with women in it, more movies with Mm -hmm. people of color in it, you know, representing.
1: Someday, it'd be great to look at the MCU, or just superhero movies in general, and go, Wow. The two movies don't stick out so much. Yeah. It'd be great to see. Oh, hey, there's a... You know, we get a Miss Marvel movie, right? Yeah. We get that whole demographic. And then we get a... I, I'm trying to figure out what Spanish hero I want to see on the big screen. I, I mean, uh, there's a Blue Beetle movie in in That's, development.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, I love Blue and Beetle. It's Jaime,
1: right? So I would... That would be That'd cool. Because cool, Jaime's awesome. But
0: it shouldn't it shouldn't have to be the special thing. Yes. It should be just be, oh, a new movie. A new
1: movie, yes. Not, Agreed. this
0: is the, you know, black people's movie. This is the yes. women's movie. And we're movie. not there yet, no, but we're you know not. what?
1: This is a step in the right it direction.
0: is. Spider-Verse was also a hmm. step in the right direction. Yeah, we want to see Woman. Miles,
1: right? We want to yeah. see him at the big screen. I, right? I think
0: the fact that Wonder Woman did so well is one of the reasons why we did get Captain Marvel. Yeah. And I can't
1: wait for the sequel, right? I, I can't wait for that. Um, like, yes, I want to see... I want to see more of that. I want us to get to that day where, yeah, yeah we have... It's just just like the books. It's mm-hmm. so, you know... It's diverse. It's, yeah. Because it looks like our world because our world looks like that.
0: Where everyone can find someone they can relate to, yeah. you know. Because, um, like, yeah, for me, I can relate a lot to Carol Danvers. You mm-hmm. know, being told you can't do this just because you're a girl and stuff. But also, like, some of the stuff she did in mm-hmm. the, in her, like, flashbacks, like... I have flipped go-karts. <laughs> literally flipped go-karts and got up and walked away If I, you know and or like one story. I was driving go-karts with my brothers in. I was doing a I was drifting in my go-kart and I hit a piece of uh yeah, I see your face. <laughs> I was drifting in my go-kart. Um and I hit some loose gravel that was way looser than I expected, and it rolled us. And um, Luckily, we were in one that had a cage. Most of the ones we drove did not have a cage. Yeah, one. I was going to say a lot of them don't. Uh, so, this one we were lucky, Ooh. and we also had seatbelts on. Oh, uh, good, okay. So, but while I'm there hanging upside down, like I unbuckle myself, I fall down, you know, but I then push that go-kart yeah. all the way back home, which was like two miles away. From oh the my house.
1: god. Jeez, no wonder. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't want mom to find out where we were. But at, that's like such a cool thing that yeah. that
1: is referenced. Yeah, in this movie because, like, I totally get it Yeah. you know
0: just seeing as soon as I saw racing on the go karts and ch- I mean trying to prove that she could do, be faster than the guys I've done that I was hugely competitive against all the boys growing up and like I would go to the boy scouts meetings with my brothers and the stuff and a lot of times I would do every exact single thing they did because at the time I could normally beat them Yeah, <laughs> even the guys that were older than me just because being told all the time you can't do that and if you have the drive to do that and do better, you know, you don't... You just want to shut them up by yeah. proving, I can.
2: Yeah, I uh,
0: yeah. I even had parents, dads, say that I shouldn't be allowed to compete in those things only because I was beating their poor little sweet boy, you know. Um, that,
1: that's nice, though. Yeah. Also, my brother was almost <laughs>
0: always, like, second behind me, uh, which was nice. It was, like, sister, you know, brother, team yeah. effort. So it was fun. Uh, but, yeah, like... And I know a lot of other girls and women that resonate with that as well. Because we're always told we can't do that because it's a boys thing, you know. And then, you know, getting to see her as an adult being a pilot, you know, even though she's relegated to these um, lesser tasks most of the time, you know, she then gets this chance to do the, you know, testing of the new models. And so, of course, she jumps on it. Like, it was, yeah, it was really nice to see.
1: And I gotta, I gotta give him props too because uh, Marvel has some, uh, had some spine on this. So they also gender bent. Yes. A, I mean I, a big name character. I think
0: it worked out for the best. Yeah,
1: Marvel Mar. For those who, well, you've probably seen it if you're in this section. Yeah, I hope you've seen. Yeah. Uh, Marvel uh, is a guy in the comics. And they finally revealed that Annette Bening's secret mm-hmm. character was mm-hmm. in fact Mar- Marvel, uh, and I love how they tied in yeah. that the Supreme Intelligence takes on the look of someone you, you respect. You respect. So then they explain that mm-hmm. all the times you saw in the trailer is That's her seeing the Supreme Intelligence mm-hmm. as Wendy Lawson,
0: and like that whole thing just like because. Women need, you know, other women to look up to, but also, you know, one of those things, she had two different mentors. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs both, Mm -hmm. you know. You get more definition, but it was nice to see that her main mentor was a woman and not another man, you know. Like, that was kind of nice.
1: Well, and that's why, you know, and also, like, their styles are so, Mm -hmm. you know, different. Like, Wendy's... Marvell's was very like, you know, you can like you're gonna do this because like you're you you're good. You can do this. Like you're going to do it. Like not even like you can. Like, no, you're going going to do it. You've got this, right? Yeah. And so all of that is why she's able to, by the end, Mm -hmm. even though she was shepherded by someone else, yeah. In a false sense and all that later on, she's able to call upon that initial once she puts all the pieces mm-hmm. together, she calls on that initial thing and breaks out of the Supreme Intelligence. Like, right, kills the chip.
0: My so one of my favorite moments because I actually had a lot. There was a lot of moments I really <laughs> liked in this movie. That's yeah. another thing. There was so many little kernels of just perfect moviness. You know. Yeah. Um, but, like, one of them is at the end when uh, she says, like, I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah. And just, you know, that was fantastic. Because, uh, yeah, it's like, even though he was her mentor for six years and all that time she was trying to prove that she was mm-hmm. worthy or whatever, she really she sure, doesn't have to. Who cares?
1: That like, was, uh, I also love that line. And this one was in the trailers, but I love the line. Because this one line encapsulates like everything that Carol Danvers is when she tells Fury, "Well, congratulations, Fury. You've asked the first relevant question." Yes, I was like, it's "That is so such good. a boss moment," and it's perfect. Like that is yeah. why,
0: like that's I another love moment her. that I love. There's just
1: and so there's many.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, okay, so we have to talk about. That. So okay, back yeah. to that though. That's a that's a great thing, and I know. They, and they knew mm-hmm. that will get pushback. Yes. Because anytime time you it, change...
0: There's pushback. ...a
1: character, even if it's... Uh, I mean, crud, you give a character a new costume in the books, and you're gonna get pushback. Yeah. Times that by 40, right? Because yeah. you're changing the gender of a character that is, in my eyes, um, you know, not an A-list... Yeah. Characters. It's not like you're, you know, it, it, you're not changing Iron Man or Captain America or something. Marvel is a beloved. He's like he's this weird. He's this weird thing. He's he's like he's important. He's held up as important. Mm-hmm. And he's also happens to be a part of one of the classic stories in the death of Mar Captain Marvel. Yeah. Here's the thing though. It's important because it's, like, it's really, it's a really good story. You should read it. hmm But at the same time, it's important because he dies. It's like, he's <laughs> <laughs> important because he dies. It's not like, you know, a seminal story. Like, how many stories does Batman have where they're, like, seminal Batman stories? Yeah. And then you look over at Superman, and Superman has those too, but, like, one of the biggest dings against him right forever was, like, your most popular story is when you died. Right, yeah, Marvel, it's the same exact thing. His most important story is when he died, and then people care because over time, Carol has been an integral part of that. They've done other mm-hmm. stuff, right? so it's it's important that he's not like that. He's not like up yeah. here, but still, to take an important character like that and change gender and do it so fucking well, like they, it was. Yeah. It's better. It's It's better. It's better. Also,
0: I know in the comics, like they had a relationship together that was uh, romantic, Mm -hmm. not platonic, and it was nice to you know. She doesn't have a romantic interest at all, and it's just (laughs) nice. It's one of those things that I can go watch romantic comedy if I want to watch you know romance. Like I don't have to have romance in everything I consume.
1: Yes, there is plenty.
0: it was just a good action popcorn film.
1: Yeah, and and you know it's funny. Um, romance has been there have been plenty of romance storylines with Carol Danvers mm-hmm. um, over the years. Only one of them sticks out in my mind as far as one that left an impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ironically, that was a short. Lived thing, but it was really interesting. It was with Spider Man. It was Peter Parker, right for oh. for a bit, and it, it's just really funny because the writer really wanted to write Spider Man too, and so he found a way to like <laughs> bring him in, and they have a g- interesting, fun mm-hmm. type of relationship for a minute. Uh But like, it's always been a part of her, of her stories. there's, there's typically a love interest and stuff. Yeah, but it's never been this. Her her best and most meaningful relationship in the books has always been with other female characters. Mm-hmm. It's been with Jessica Drew, her best friend, which by the way, that whole, like I adore them as a as a unit. They just bring out the best of each other. Um, it was Tracy Burke, uh, a lady she comes into contact with uh, through her story, but then ends up like she's she's older, but she becomes sort of like a weird. Uh, older sister to her, and she's with her in the hospital, and she's like, you know, when she's sick, and she kind of takes care of her as if she was like an aunt or something. Uh, another one would be there's a, a little girl she meets um, that she actually lives near, and she's like a huge fan, right? Uh, Kamala Khan as a mentor yeah. person. Uh, Aranya, who is, uh, at one point, was kind of the Miss Marvel Mentor kind of had the role of like she was before Miss Marvel, like mm-hmm. she was uh, during Civil War, and Carol was her mentor, and that goes. right And also, that's a cool character too, by the way, because as her name suggests, uh, it was like Arachne for a minute, and then something else. But she's Spanish, and you got to see some of that play out as well, and Carol interacting with her family. So all of those characters, though. There's a trend, right? Mm -hmm. None of them. And then Helen Cobb was an old pilot that she looked up to in that whole storyline. So there's a lot of great female characters that have been, are way more important and are the key parts to that character than a male. Even though she's had relationships throughout, it's never been her focus. And that was wonderful to see that they didn't shoehorn that in here. You know, James Rhodes has Mm -hmm. been over like in recent years has been kind of a love interest. He is an endgame. Do I – would it be nice to see a nod to it, you know, some line or whatever? Like, oh, that's kind of cool. And you get a nod to the books that there was history between mm-hmm. them? Sure. Do I need that? Not at all. And I'm actually perfectly fine with just letting her be her yeah. in a sequel or whatever you want to introduce someone? Cool. Okay, fine, whatever. But that's never been
0: Because It's like also – Romance happens, relationships yeah. happens, but it doesn't have to be like a huge, integral part no. of the movie or a huge part of her. Like,
1: let them have chemistry and yeah. then just be okay with that. Like, that's yeah. a lot of people have chemistry yeah. and it's just that's they have chemistry. Uh, Look at Lady Gaga and Brian Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> they have chemistry. They're not together. They don't have anything like that, but they just have chemistry. works, right? Yeah. So
0: it's, um,. But, yeah, the movie was great. Go see it if you haven't. If you listen to all our spoilers, hopefully you'll still enjoy it, because it's just a good movie. I think you'll
1: still enjoy it, because we left out a ton.
0: We did. Um,
1: Also, we got to talk about Goose.
0: Yes. So, Goose, um, in the comics, as Matt mentioned earlier,
1: was not Goose.
0: So, Goose, in the movie, is a male, quote-unquote, cat. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Which is actually a, what, Florgan?
1: Florgan. Florgan,
0: yeah. So... In the comics, tell us about the lack of goose in the comics.
1: Uh, so, Goose is actually a female cat named Chewie in the mm-hmm. books. Um, Chewie was found. There's this like a long history to Chewie, like and Chewy coming from another named world and stuff.
0: After Chewbacca, yes,
1: because yes. there's a whole line in the books of like someone calls her a nerd. It's like, "Really, you're such a nerd," and she's um, like, "Look, I like." but honestly you will find so many star wars references Mm -hmm. in carol's books there's one great scene where she walks up to a vendor she's on another planet and like they're asking her a question and they obviously don't have it and she's like these are not the droids you were looking for (laughs) (laughs) like there's there's so many little stupid moments like that um but essentially goose is a cat that carol finds Mm-hmm. and ends up just taking care of... She didn't want a cat. She didn't want a pet at all, in fact. But she ended up just having to take care of this cat because this cat at all. And, no and
0: Chewie's also, like, fluffy, too. Yeah, he's always oh, so cute. Goose is not fluffy. So
1: adorable. So, Goose is adorable, not fluffy, No, no, no he's, he's a little chubby. Yeah. So um, so then, during an amazing storyline that takes place in space, uh, she encounters the Guardians of the Galaxy and it's Rocket Raccoon who comes onto the ship. And notices Goose. Damn it! Notices Chewie. This is so confusing. Notices <laughs> Chewie, and says, "Oh my God, that's not a cat." And she's like, "What are you talking about? Like, no, that's not a cat. Do not pet that thing. You will get your head eaten off. Like, no, you don't pet those." And like, tries to shoot. Chewie. <laughs> and so like Chewie's like, like they're they're fighting, and Chewie's like gets on top of Carol's head, and Carol's like, "Back away from my." F- with my cat, right? And Star-Lord's like, what is going on? And, like, Rocket's losing his mind. He's like, it's a flirt kid. It's a flirt It goes through the whole thing. It's hilarious. It's a whole arc. So, anyway, over time, they finally figure out that, yes, he's right. Because he's like, I told you. I told you. Because Chewie ends up having all these babies in this place. So, there's, like, 60 cats.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: All, like, Chewie. All flerkins, right? So ends up having a... room, And it's just so cute. It's a great scene because she's just, like, cuddled and there's all these cats, right? So then... uh, So essentially what they can do is they can house... They are full-on aliens that take the likeness of a house cat because it makes them... Like, they hide, right? Mm -hmm. But they have... They can house, like, hundreds of pocket universes within them. So that's why in the movie... Chewy goose, damn it! Goose eats, goose swallows (laughs) the the Tesseract,
2: tesseract. and
1: holds it in a little pocket universe, right? And they can do that like multiple times. So then, as awesome in the movie, we see Mm
2: -hmm. he holds
1: Goose out, and Goose does the opens his mouth wide, tentacles, tentacles and teeth, and he does that. Him and Rocket, uh, Chewy and Rocket actually fight off all these aliens (laughs) in the ship. (laughs) And they're both like, he's got tendrils moving, the teeth, and then, and then he's just this little cat again, right? And the muzzle scene, directly from the books. There's a group I of bounty hunters that the hold him up.
0: Scene. It's so pitiful. I know. Cute.
1: Now they went uh, a step further, which I loved, and gave him the cat carrier <laughs> with yeah. the bars. I was like, that's, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, like, there's, so essentially, now you know that Goose is like an alien. And mm-hmm. ever since then, they're inseparable. So, like, Goose is old. when she was on Alpha Flight and she had her own space station, Goose was right there.
2: Chewie was right there. damn
1: it, Chewie. <laughs> Chewie's right there. Um, and it's great. Like, it's, you know, it's awesome. I like, I'm fine with the fact that he changed the name. That's fine, whatever. The character's still the same. Yeah. He um, changed the name, though, and he wanted a reference, especially since it's Disney's own property or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could have left it the same. Some things don't have. need to be tweaked. Yeah. But does it matter? No, because ultimately I got what I love yeah. about that cat in the book. It's so
0: cute. Yeah. And like I use, I know a lot of people have because it's a common coloring, but I had a cat that was exactly that color and his name was Crush because no. of Orange Crush drinks, And that's um, awesome. He was such a good kitty.
1: I love it. Yeah, but, I absolutely love that. So yeah, that's, I was, I was on collab night. I lost my, JK so actually great. looked over at me during the during the movie and was like, dude, it's like they made a movie just for you. I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, yes they did.
0: Um and fun fact, um uh, Bree Larson's actually allergic to cats, so Isn't that, that did make filming a little difficult that time. I did not know that I
1: felt so bad <laughs> yeah. after that. Like um, my enjoyment, this poor she had to like yeah. sit through because I know people who are allergic and it's miserable.
0: Um but so anyways, yeah, summary, go watch the movie, it's great. Yes. Um so shout out Yes. So, mine for the week is another podcast, because mine's almost always podcasts. podcast, I'm sorry. sorry. Um, it's called The End of the World with Josh Clark. It's uh, by combination with Network and the iHeartRadio. And it is basically a podcast that goes in-depth about um, different theories and also high probabilities of the Earth, world, universe, and everything in it ending... Uh, by lots of different types of existential crisis um, One of the first episodes I go into the Fermi paradox and it's really fascinating really interesting. Ooh. I have a lot of now like uh, Papers and like books. I kind of want to look up and read more on um, but if you want to learn more about our universe and also like the different uh, ways we could all end and also the great ways we can learn to prevent that. Very nice. Uh, definitely check it out. It's a sort, uh, sort series. Golly. Can I get those words <laughs> out together? And <laughs> happened.
1: happened.
0: And um, definitely worth listening to. I kind of marathoned it this past week and just finished last episode on my way here. Nice. Um, but yeah, go listen to it and then think about the ways you can help make the world a little bit better.
1: Well, look at that. Well, mine is nowhere near as altruistic. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: it is really cool. Yeah,
1: so, uh, essentially, um, coming out in April, uh, will be a new, uh, one of like DC, DC Inc., which is kind Mm -hmm. of their young adult, uh, line of books, um, and they've got a I I mean, we've talked about it, and if you ever want to listen to us go on about Aquaman and how awesome that whole world is, including Mara, yep. uh, you can go and check out our podcast all about that. Um, but Mara Tidebreaker is a new graphic novel coming from Daniel Page and illustrated by Steven Byrne, which uh, for those who read Power Rangers Justice League, uh, also just... I mean, he's done so many other books. But that was a gorgeous series. Um, he has illustrated this entire book. and it's, it's so beautiful. It's so pretty. It's got so much, like... Um, it, like, the colors are almost muted, and but you still see, like, the bright red and all that yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah, it, the the right things are focused on. Yeah.
1: Um, so I can't give it, go into too much detail yet because, uh, you know, it embargoes and stuff. But uh, you should definitely put it on your pre-order list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should check it out when it does come out. If you are looking for new Mara stuff, which, by the way, Aquaman... Uh, comes out on Blu Ray, I think, soon. I can't um,
0: wait because I still need to see it, and so I'll finally be able to, see, to see it. it. Uh, ah.
1: So if you're looking at the Mara goodness, um, and also uh, she recently had a full on miniseries. Uh, she's not as important right now in the comic current comic run of Aquaman just because of the storyline they're mm-hmm. doing. Uh, but if you, she is involved in Justice League. So there's nice. there's other places you can get Mera. but uh, soon you'll be able to do this, and it is pre orderable right now. I just Without giving away details or anything like that, I would say it's a definite recommend. So, yep. Um, but, yeah, so uh, check that out. I'll put links and everything into the show notes. Also, uh, you can check out our other podcast, our brother-sister podcast. I don't know how we refer to it. Uh, our cousin. Our sibling. Our sibling. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the Putty Hour with me and Nick where we talk all Power Rangers. I've uh, got a new episode that just went up. Mm -hmm. and uh, so we'll be able to go check out that. We cover everything, uh, Toy Fair. We cover all the new uh, TV show Beast Morphers, all the new comic stuff. Uh, So this last episode, we covered a ton of ground. Uh, Also, you can check me out on Comic Book Nation as well if you ever want to hear me uh, rant about wrestling uh, (laughs) or more Captain Marvel uh, as of the last uh, episode. Um, And then, of course, you can check us out on ChasingGeek.com. Yep.
0: And also find us pretty much wherever else you listen to podcasts. We are on, uh, you know, Google, Apple, Spotify. We're working on Stitcher. so Yeah, and I heard um, radio
1: and some other, uh, some other things.
0: And, of course, you can also find us on pretty much any podcatcher app that you may use.
1: Uh, and make sure to leave us a review. Um, we're also actually uh, trying to, you know what, that's what we'll do for that. Yeah. Uh so I stumbled upon some art uh going through a bunch of stuff recently went through my office and like actually cleaned out my closet. Uh so <laughs> I found like a ton of stuff. Uh one of the things I found was like some old commissions that I had and they're pretty boss Cat America Huntress commission in there. So um what we might do is I might try and see if we can get a review mm-hmm. um or possibly just have like a retweet and follow-up. I would have some kind of contest. Yeah. And that way we can give some of that away. Um,
0: I, I think, actually, uh, a retweet and follow would equal as, like, one entry if you leave a review, maybe two. Boom. Maybe something like that. There
1: you go. Uh, and I'll blast that. And so that way, uh, and I'll put pictures of what we're doing. And maybe we'll do that, like, uh, I've got, like, three in there. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can do, like, a couple weeks in a row. We'll do some cool things. So um, so make sure to check on Twitter for both of us. I know you can find yep. Pint Size.
0: I am Pint Size Ginger on pretty much every platform except for Facebook because I am me on Facebook. Uh, but you can find Jason Geek uh, on Facebook. And then uh, we actually now have a new Instagram page. Jason Geek has Instagram, so you can also follow us on there. Um, I'm also Pinesides Ginger on the PlayStation Network. So add me. maybe we'll game together sometime.
1: Uh, and I have Matt Mueller CB on Twitter, Knight uh, of OSCB, I believe on Instagram and then I am Knight of OA on PlayStation Network which, if you have, I am looking for Anthem recruits, so please uh hit me up. I I keep looking for people on my friends list and I'm never online at the same time. <laughs> so um it would be awesome to be able to like game with some people and actually squat up. But so mm-hmm. far I'm freaking loving it. So yeah.
0: We'll have to do another episode just on anthem Oh uh, yeah. Sure, but um anyways, anything else? No, nope,
1: I think that's it. So Ooh. until next time.
0: Keep chasing Geek.
1: Deuces peoples.
0: Didn't decide who's gonna
1: do the intro i think that's the perfect intro right there <laughs> i will say you know what's great this what? is this right here is mm-hmm. more of an intro than me and nick have on the putty hour at any given time really? <laughs> <laughs> we don't do intros because literally the first two we couldn't figure out what we wanted to do so we just talked and then now that's like our intro we come in like mid conversation
0: all right so for the people who are listening for the first time i guess i'll do it Hey, welcome to Chasing Geek with your co-hosts, me, Celine and Gotti, and...
1: I have uh, Matt Mueller. What's up, everybody?
0: See, so, see, so that's how we normally do it, but we typically discuss... Oh, my gosh, did you Gypsy, you being so loud. Jesus. You were quiet the you whole time. You were quiet night. this whole time we were come talking. Come on. Come on. Come
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that.